G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. Be strong, not in yourselves, but in the Lord, in the power of his boundless resource. Put on God's complete armour so that you can successfully resist all the devil's methods of attack. For our fight is not against any physical enemy. It is against organisations and powers that are spiritual. We are up against the unseen power that controls this dark world and spiritual agents from the very headquarters of evil. And the Apostle Peter, writing in 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 8 to 9, says this, Be self-controlled and vigilant always. For your enemy the devil is always about, prowling like a lion roaring for its prey. Resist him, standing firm in your faith, and remember that the strain is the same for all your fellow Christians in other parts of the world. Paul says that Christian disciples are to be strong. Strong, but not in their own strength but in God's limitless strength, using his power. God himself wants us to be strong against sin, the world, our old nature, and our ultimate enemy, the devil, who we know as Satan. We have enemies in the world, and we also have our old nature contending against us. But behind the world and the old nature is the unseen enemy in the spiritual domain. A bit like the terrorists who try to surreptitiously strike at our cities. The Apostle Peter, as we heard read, describes the enemy Satan as a lion hunting its prey. Satan is real, and we know that Satan is real because Jesus spoke about him more than anybody else. Two errors made by the church down through history are to have blind ignorance about Satan, even denying his existence. That's perhaps Satan's greatest ploy. And also by giving Satan far more importance and privilege than he deserves or warrants. So let's look firstly at the origins. Who are Satan and his minions? The Bible tells us that at some point in history some angels fell, rebelled against God and were put out of heaven. Their leader is Satan and he has established his kingdom on earth. Satan stands hatefully opposed to all of God's work, God's people and he resourcefully promotes defiance among people, including those within the church. When Satan sinned against God, he was expelled from heaven, although apparently he still had and has some access to God. A multitude of angels decided to follow him in his fall, and subsequently became the demons mentioned often in the Bible. Although Satan's doom was secured by Jesus' death on the cross, he will continue to try to hinder God's program until he and his demons are cast into the lake of fire. So who is Satan? 
that the Bible describes him as this. He is the prince of the world, controlling the whole world. He's the prince of the power of the air. He's the god of this age. He's the ruler, authority, power of this dark world. He is the wicked one who snatches away the good seed. He masquerades as an angel of light, and his servants masquerade as angels of righteousness. And Satan's fight against the Christian is summed up by his various names. The adversary, which is what Satan means. Devil, the accuser of the brethren. Murderer, liar, the father of all lies. Tempter, deceiver, schemer, destroys by death and destroys by disease. And what does this Satan do against believers? He goes around like a roaring lion hunting and devouring its prey. He deceives and leads astray, causing wrong thinking. He tempts, he attacks, he sifts, and does this by God's permission only, though. Satan causes doubt, uncertainty, confusion, fear, anxiety, and darkness. Satan wants you, if you are a Christian, to compromise your faith. He wants you to be fearful. He wants you to have doubts and blasphemous thoughts. He wants you to be a hedonist that only thinks of themselves and live a materialistic life. He wants you to put off till tomorrow what you can do today, particularly in sharing the gospel. He wants you to be an individual instead of being involved in your local Christian community. As C.S. Lewis once wrote, If you haven't met opposition from Satan recently, you are probably going his way. So, how do we, as Christians, resist these attacks? We remind him that he is defeated. Jesus Christ came to destroy Satan and his works. How did Jesus do that? It is through Jesus Christ's death on the cross which will lead to Satan's destruction. Satan has been disarmed and he has been condemned and we need to remember this primary thought that Jesus Christ as God is infinitely superior to Satan and his minions. So as Christians we are to resist Satan and be steadfast in the faith. We are to resist him and he will flee when we submit to God. And we are not to give him an opportunity or a foothold in any aspect of our life. That's through anger, lust, pride, etc. However, we need to remember these things also. Don't blame Satan for your own sin. He may tempt you, but it is you who committed the sin. Don't believe the lies he tells you in your head. For example, if you sin and you hear in your head, well, you're a failure now, aren't you? God won't forgive you again. Well, these are just blatant lies. Lies, lies, lies. Don't believe him. That is him trying to undermine and discourage you. Because we know the truth is that if we confess our sins, God will forgive us 
our sins. We need to rely on the authority of God's word to counter him. We see that in the example of Jesus when he was tempted. We need to remember that Satan is a defeated creature. He was defeated when Jesus went to the cross and rose again three days later. Remember that becoming a Christian disciple is the best thing you ever did and it's the best thing that could ever happen to anybody. Don't believe anything to the contrary. And remember, you have the victory because God the Holy Spirit lives within you. In 1 John 4 verse 4, You, dear children, are from God and overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And then finally, put on the full armour of God. That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple, wherever you are in this world, to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.